This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. And we're back on Lauer After Hours. Hey guys, thanks a lot for joining us. This is a very special episode. This is the 2020 Lauer After Hour Louis Awards. Uh, it's our Oscars. Um, basically, it is the best uh, stories and limited fakes and best hats from 2020. Uh, so we really appreciate you guys. We appreciate every single one of you that has downloaded and rated and subscribed and reviewed our bullshit podcast. Uh, thank you, fans. Uh, tonight, you have joining you is Drake, uh, a.k.a. the Code of Calorie. How we doing? Good, folks. And I am Beep Count, um, at Beep Count on Twitter. We're going to get right into this here. Uh, let's get to the, the first category here. the nominees for best story from the Mikey C episode it's Mikey C donkey suicide and I always remember I was standing behind the donkey and it turned around and looked at me and then it looked forward and cantered off the cliff with all our stuff oh my god oh my god from Mike Golick Jr. part one Cody Calvary aka Drake Jadavion Clowney and then so we're heading back and and Clowney goes hey man you bullshitting you bullshitting coach? I said, yep. He said, hey, I fuck with it, man. <laughs> so, from Juju, it's Juju Gotti's quarantine neighbors. I hate my neighbors, and that's new I'm doing. <laughs> Put it on the poll. How many of how many of you have your new activity as hate your neighbor? <laughs> right. From mayor of Cartersville, Georgia, it's Jeff with Jeff's Got Cancer. I don't think you can start any sentence with, I don't want this to be heavy, but I've got cancer. Like, but in all fairness, it was, it was, it was like as minor of a form as possible. And now I have one nut and people make fun of me about that a lot. And I encourage y'all to do that. So from Roy Bellamy's full interview, it's Roy Bellamy 
in Roy's Timberlands. Now, uh, well, when he when he beat me, I was wearing a pair of uh, Timberlands. So <laughs> that wasn't exactly you know easy to run on. But I, I, I think people in New York would think you should have beat Chris in Timberlands, bro. They're not going to take that as an excuse. Those Timberlands take that as an excuse. Those were real Timberlands, man. Those were pro set Timberlands, dude. I mean, those are at least five pounds. Those shoes. And your winner for best story for the 2020 Louis is none other than Mikey C's Donkey Suicide. <laughs> Joining us now is none other than Mikey C. Mikey, welcome to the program. I never won an award where I had a clap for myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll clap for you. All right. Thanks a lot for joining us, Mikey. Um, so you're the first ever winner of the Lauer After Hours Louie. How's that feel, man? Feels pretty special. So like I will go down in like history like whenever there's like a quiz who was the first person to ever win a louis like it'll always be in the annals as mikey c always that's something to wake up to tomorrow <laughs> yeah um yeah th this is probably the most prestigious award that any fan podcast has ever had about a show that doesn't talk about sports mm -hmm. Ever in the history of ever, so I did uh, prepare like a little acceptance speech. If 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 you would uh, bring, bring it, honor. bring it. Yeah, this, I totally came up with this on my own. But when I was 15 years old, I had a very important person in my life ask me, "Who was your hero?" I thought about it and I said, "It's me in 10 years." So I turned 25. 10 years later, and that same person comes to me and goes, are you a hero? I said, not even close. My hero is me at 35. You see, every day and every week and every month and every year of my life, my hero is always 10 years away. I'm never gonna be my hero. I'm not gonna attain that and that's fine with me because it keeps me with somebody to keep on chasing. I'm not gonna do the rest, that's it. So thank uh, me for being there and the donkey for dying wow uh great that 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 little that that tugs on my heartstrings here man thank you so much that was completely wow. just thought of on my own i was just you know i said i better amazing. write down something amazing um well once again uh your 2020 lauer after hours louis nominee and uh for best story winner is mikey c thank you <laughs> Wow, what what a story there uh, from Mikey C. Uh, I I got to be honest, I I can't believe he didn't smoke three cigarettes there during that that speech. Yeah, the uh, the Mikey C story and as well as his appearance here on on the Louis was definitely a heater. Um, you got to say it. <laughs> he he brought the he brought the smoke. Um, he he polished that off real quick. Um, you know, he'll have to have to head back to the, uh, to the gas station to, to pick up a, a few more heaters soon. Yeah. So, he, uh, he really lit a fire underneath this podcast. Yeah. He, uh, he definitely pulled one on, uh, pulled one hot out of his ass on that one. He is not the butt of the jokes. Moving on. All right. Um, 
And now it's time for the next category, which is going to be, I think, the Velociraptor, the best Velociraptor answer, which we had, we had quite a few of these, but here are just uh, some of the best answers that we've had this year. Here are the nominees for best Velociraptor answer. Jeff Passan. Oh, I know who. It's the Swing and Friar. I don't know if the Padres still have yeah. the Swing and Friar as their mascot anymore, but a monk with a club. Mike A. Stanford Tree. I mean, the Stanford Tree, <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's just a great answer. That's just a great answer. Who said Stanford Tree? Because that's the answer. Thank you. Thank My you. apologies for, for you, stepping on your toes there, but I was just no, trying Jeff, to get you. Out. No, Jeff, thank you. I, pre- I was drowning. <laughs> Steve Mason. Well, I guess you got to take the Fanatic, who I think can play big down low. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other friggin' mascots. I've suggested uh, the Stanford Tree. Oh, the Stanford tree can post <laughs> Which up. makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, the Stanford tree can post up. Uh, Tommy Trojan can ride in on a white horse and save the day. Um, I think that the uh, – who's, who's got – is it Oklahoma's got the uh, steer, the bull? Yeah. Yep. Yep. They've got a Correct. bull. Yeah, those are, those are some of them to put together a starting lineup. But five velociraptors is tough, man. Tony Collins. How did you come up with this question? <laughs> uh, we have a group chat where we get we get weird. Oh, uh, guys, look at Grady. I think Grady's so psycho that you don't know it's going to come out of him. <laughs> like, have you seen, Grady or the Philly Fanatic? I'd go with Grady. That's a, that's a good answer. Goes his belly, but I don't know what can come out of that. Christine Lisi. Maybe maybe the Toronto Raptors. That's a that's a brilliant answer, Murph. What do you think? That's probably the best answer we've gotten, yeah. Sarah Spain. No, but what about the Golden Knights? Do they have an actual yeah. knight in armor? UCF, the, yeah, like, the Golden Knights. Right, I'm, going, I'm going five knights. Um, at the very least, there'll be that moment when some of them have their limbs missing and then they pull the, like, it's just a flesh wound. Monty Python. I'm getting better. I'm not dead yet. That was a combination of Life of Brian and what uh, <laughs> you guys got. And now for the winner of the 2020 Lauer After Hours, Louis Best Velociraptor answer is Sarah Spain. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. You have just won the inaugural 2020 Lauer After Hours Louis Award for Best Velociraptor Answer. How does that feel? Oh, it feels dangerous. Uh, it feels dangerous because I was very concerned about this answer. I, I overanalyzed. I thought too hard about it. I didn't really think an answer in the spirit of the question, which I assume was one asked with a, 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 a wink, a, a, a nod towards uh, absurdity. And instead, I very rationally thought out what would actually well <laughs> compete well against a raptor. And now that has been validated by the voters, which is a problem. Uh, because it will it will cause me to likely answer more questions 
uh, like an absolute nerd who takes things way too seriously and really starts thinking about the logistics of uh, Raptors on a basketball court, which is a problem. So, Sarah, you said it was dangerous answering the question. Did you wake up feeling dangerous this morning? I did. I woke up feeling dangerous and also like I might get bounced out of the playoffs with 11 wins. <laughs> or will it be 10? I can't keep track at this point after that terrible loss last weekend. Fair enough. So I'm actually going to bring someone else into the conversation here. One of your biggest fans uh, and one of the, uh, the greatest Lower Rangers that I know, Morgan from Australia. Morgan. Morgan. Hey, guys. Good morning. <laughs> morning <laughs> I say good morning I just woke up in the afternoon but I, I have to be here to congratulate you I much appreciate that I uh I uh I, I just flipped over my zoom and I spot a commish hat all the way in Australia wow like making things happen down here incredible shipping uh, oh, apparently the post parents. office isn't that far behind no, I got here on Christmas Eve. It was the best present I, I received. Do we think it traveled by Magical. air or by water? Oh, well, um, I, I think it traveled by air, but um, the thing could float. It, like, it is fly. It, it, it looks fantastic. I like how it brings out the red in your hair. It's really, uh, it's really doing... You know, I have to admit, unfortunately, I don't give out my home address, um, even to people like you lovely folks who I totally trust with it, but just out of principle, I, I try not to do that. So I had mine sent to the studio and I don't have to go to the studio for any reason. And so the two times I was going to go pick up my packages that are waiting there, I didn't end up having the car. I was using a, um, an Uber and I've been trying to avoid Ubers as much as possible because sometimes they get mad when I want the window all the way down in the middle of winter to avoid <laughs> the Rona. And they're like, can I put the window? I'm like, no, I'm using it for air. <laughs> um, and so I try not to add any extra stops. So I have yet to go pick up my hats. Wow. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be wearing it nonstop once I have it. So speaking of yeah. your hat, your hat is actually nominated for a future category, which is best hat and best nominee. Ooh. What do you think? Oh, it's going to win because that hat is fire. I, there were some good hats, but absolutely there's no chance I lost that one. So I can't tell you the answers yet, uh, but you were neck and neck with Michael Ooh. Collins, ESPN caddy. Oh, okay. That was a very, very good hat. That was a really good one. But I, I still have full and 100% confidence that Lou Rafter in sales absolutely destroyed and crushed the design of mine. And um, yeah, I mean, I got the best video of a little girl opening a box on Christmas, like probably like five or six year old. And it was a commish hat and she was so excited, maybe older. She might've been, I can't tell how old kids are. They all like somewhere between four and 12. I don't know. They're all so much shorter than I think they're going to be most of the time. Anyway, um, she was so happy and it was like the most surreal thing to have this little girl be so excited about her commish hat. It was, it was pretty incredible and heartwarming, you know, especially during such an amazing holiday season. Uh, I'm glad that we could put such a smile on, on, on children's faces, but I'm glad that you were actually part of that <laughs> as well. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's not a real song. So for the listeners at home, uh, and I, obviously you guys don't have the, uh, the final results here, but Sarah Spain was a runaway with that Velociraptor uh, answer. 
And I think she gave the best one. I mean, there's really nothing that can beat a knight, especially if you're playing by the rules. Because if a Velociraptor is going to bite you, that's got to be at least a, a, a attack, right? Yes. So, for sure. yeah, for sure. And then the knight, all he has to do is make a free throw, and they're going to win. Yeah, fair enough. The next category is best limited fake. Uh, let's Let's go to the nominees here. Louis nominee for best limited fake, Mike A's Charles Barkley. So it's like I say, let, let me tell you something. It's like I say. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's so good already. Keep going, please. <laughs> and then you just have to just absolutely <laughs> ruin everybody's name. Like like my favorite basketball player right now is Victor Ola Home Depot. <laughs> like let me tell you something about. It's like I say, he's one of the best. One of the best players. In the world. Um, <laughs> so oh, my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Chris Whittingham, Nigel. Very much appreciated the conversation this evening. The Nigel. cracking flower after hours. Hopefully, after this evening, you will have absolutely fallen in love with the sport of football and have come to appreciate it. Hope it didn't annoy the audience too much either with my shite football talk or this terrible accent. It's not terrible. It's, it's actually right. Uh, it's on point that I'm at. Oh, a bit of Scottish there as well. A bit. Just a little bit. But it's like, it's not It's not like overly Scottish. It's just like the perfect amount that's like, it's, it's just a keen, it's a keen accent there. It's more of like Dalek than anything. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. I quite like that, to be fair. Aye. Tony Collins, Coach O. Welcome into sports. I can't do it. <laughs> Mayor Matt Santini, Kermit the Frog. Hi-ho, Kermit the Frog here with Lower After Hour News. I would like to ask you, uh, what is your favorite unwritten rule of baseball? <laughs> Jeff Passan, Elmo. Elmo loves juice. <laughs> Apple juice and orange juice and gin and juice. <laughs> Elmo likes balls, too. Especially big balls, but Emma doesn't know what juice balls are. Sorry. Beep count, Sean Connery. The uh, the Garth Brooks song, man. I just got done with it. That's why I came in late, Crispy. Andrew Schreeder, it's Jeff. My teams have won two championships in three weeks. I am Jeff. Yeti Blanc, Aaron from Memphis. Well, my dad is a lawyer. <laughs> who did the Aaron? Yeah, who did the Aaron? I, that was me. It was Yeti. Beep count, Aaron from Memphis. You have to get very quiet and look away from the mic. <laughs> and the 2020 winner for the Lauer After Hours Louie is Mike A for Chuck Barkley. Joining us now is none other than Mike A as Chuck Barkley. Charles, how you doing? Let, let, let me tell you something. Listen, it's like I say, uh, I'm so happy to be here within a Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And as, as Mikey C just said, you know, we're going down <laughs> in the annals of history. And I, I'm just so, it, it's like I say, when I was playing, I never won a championship. 
it's the biggest problem of my career. But winning this imaginary award for being a fat white guy and sounding like a fat black guy, it, it, it's like I say, it's like winning a championship. I'm really, really happy to be here with, with all these other greats. I got, we got Micah C. By the way, how he going to win an award for being a jackass talking about killing a donkey? <laughs> but you got all these other greats. You got Sora Spain. You got Amin Alakazam. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This Corona's, it, it's, it's like I say, everybody complaining about sitting around being couch potatoes. And look at me. I must have been a Corona since I was 1995. It's like I say, this, this year 2020 has just been terrible. But this reward, it, 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 it really makes it special. So I just want to thank you. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck thank, thank you, man. Thank you for, uh, for joining us. Uh, man, that, that's got to feel really special to actually win something in your career, right? It, it's, it's like, like I say, it's like winning a championship. <laughs> It's, it's, it's like like Kobe, he won championships, and Michael, you know, Michael won championships. I never got to win a championship, but this, they ain't got none of this. Wow. Chuck, thank you. <laughs> Damn. You're welcome. Your part yeah, you're welcome. got a point, dude. I've never heard extended version of it. <laughs> it's, it, it was hard, man. Hey, we need, we, we need you to give us a, uh, Hey, Lebatar, tell your tell your fat daddy I hate him. <laughs> tell your fat daddy. Let me tell you something. Victor Ola Home Depot is the skinniest, tallest man I ever seen. He felt like Gumby. <laughs> you got that shit down. Thank you, Mikey. Dude, that I heard you were coming on. I quickly wrote that line. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Dude, the, the Victor Ola Home Depot kills me every yeah. time I hear it. I actually, so the quick story about that. So um, I'm producing Mark Schlereth and it's the night before the draft. And we're talking to all these prospects, including Victor, Victor Oladipo. And they're just terrible interviews. Like these guys are just, they, they had no media. They, they knew nothing on how to do it. So the, the, the interviews are going terrible. Maryland's Noel, Victor Oladipo. So Mark is asking them questions, and these guys are just like, oh, and I'm in Mark's ear doing Barkley. Like, Merlin <laughs> Noel is sitting here, and he is boring the shit out of me. And Mark is dying laughing, trying to do the interview. And um, it was probably the best and worst interview ever, only if you know what happened. <laughs> That that is a great uh, you know behind the uh, behind the curtain look, man. That's that's awesome. Stink is one of the few guys oh, that you could do that with. <laughs> hey, Mikey C, do you have any limited fakes? No, I'm terrible at impersonations. I don't. He does a great impersonation of Stugatz. Oh, oh let's you gotta hear it. <laughs> no, just, just in life. In life. <laughs> I was Stugatz before Stugatz. <laughs> I forgot what I interviewed. I interviewed Levitar last week, and I forgot to ask him that line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, yeah was that the uh, that was the get of your lifetime, huh? That was a big get. Landed the whale. <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My God, Mikey A's Charles Barkley might be the greatest Charles Barkley I think I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, his um, his Charles Barkley is absolutely a one, one hundred percent phenomenal. There's there's not 
any um, Barclays that I've heard that are any better than him. So um, props to Mikey. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that he can do it for, I mean, hell, he, he talked for, it felt like 38 minutes uh, on, on tonight's episode. Um, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, the the um, amount of time should be multiplied by at least four, if not five, when you're having to impersonate someone else, especially the toughness of a voice like Charles Barkley. And and the fact that it came down to, uh, upon final count, nine votes. He won by nine votes over Jeff Passan, which, I mean, that powerhouse, wrote, a powerhouse. I, I think if if Vegas had odds on, you know, the early favorite on that category, it would have been Jeff Passan minus five thousand. Yeah, I think so. There may have been a few click farms in play to, to turn those tides, but <laughs> Mike, a, Mike A is definitely deserving. For sure. Dark, the dark horse came through on that one. From Danco, the makers of Stan Van Gundy's Hot Nuggets, comes another culinary delight, Stugatz's Sausage Fingers. Ooh. These chunky, meaty digits are great as a meal or as a snack. Sometimes I like pick it up and eat it as a little taco. And like Cracker Jacks, there's a surprise in every package because you never know where those fingers have been. Tear me off half of that stew. For that extra kick, try Stugatz's Sausage Fingers with Chris Cody's Garlic Foot Sauce. Tastes like oof. Stugatz's Sausage Fingers. Order yours today by COB. It was the grossest, weirdest thing I've ever eaten in my life. All right, guys, thank you all for joining us for this special episode of the Louis here on Lauer After Hours. Just a quick um, little year in review. Um, this is obviously our first year doing Lauer After Hours. Um, so many amazing guests. I think, I believe um, we're 87 episodes in at this point right now yeah. in yeah, December, right. December 2020, um, coming up on our 100th episode um, in the new year. Um, started off, man, with with some some great episodes with featuring Juju Gotti. Um, obviously, Juju's running running the show's um, social media accounts at this point. Um, all kind of good stuff from Juju. Um, David Sampson, um, what a what a guy! A, a freaking he is a he's a story vending machine. Um, the amount of stories that he has. Um, do do I need to be here for this, Drake? <laughs> yeah, the the, the uh, famous Samson quote of of probably I mean that's an that's an award in itself right there best dismissal. Um, David we, dis, David dismissing look, Morgan. We but, can look uh, at that coming up in the you know the twenty twenty one Louis best yeah. dismissal. Yeah, David David gave us a good uh, good show. Mikey Mikey C, um, one of our Louis winners tonight, gave us all kind of of good laughs. Um, one of the big one of our bigger guests out of the gate, um, moving into the shipping container. Um, Tony, Tony gave us two great parts. Um, really when he was, he was starting to come on to the scene, um, for, for the show, um, a few, I want to say maybe a few months in was he, he wasn't weeks in at that point, was he? He had been on the show for at least three or four months at that point, at, at least as far as on camera goes, because, Actually, you know what? It may have been a little bit longer than that because he started on camera stuff when it was the corporate Michael. Yeah. His his first day on set was actually in corporate Michael mode, right? They they had him be in in a, a suit and tie and yeah. just be the lackey for corporate Michael. Which, by the way, 
if you are not a fan of Corporate Michael, get the hell out of here. Corporate Michael was the greatest bit that was ever on the show in the history of the show, period, end of discussion. That's it. Yeah, I think that's one of those things where you got to look back on and, and just appreciate the art of it. And a lot of people, when you're in the moment, you don't really understand because I wasn't the biggest fan at the time. But looking back on it, seeing kind of what he was doing, he's smart as shit. It, now it's it's hilarious. So I was I was a wrestling fan back in like the 90s, early 2000s, you know, the Attitude Era of WWF, early WWE. When as soon as he started with the corporate Michael stuff, it immediately brought back to mind the corporation when it was corporate rock and corporate Steve Austin and all that other shit that just immediately I knew it was corporate. Michael was just doing that bit and it killed every single time. Yeah, it was good shit for sure. So um, after Tony, um, I think the kind of the Oh shit moment for all of us and, and like, understanding like this is kind of a big deal was was getting chris cody on i mean that was at the time that was our our whale um and and was mind baffling for me being cody calvary that's it was crazy to see i'm on a zoom with chris cody um but all of us i mean we were like 30 deep on that zoom um that that, like at that time that was our our largest zoom for sure yeah yeah so Chris gave us all kind of good shit. Um, came back on with us with with his dad, Greg. Greg's episode was phenomenal. Um, Fitz, Jason Fitz was was sneaky underrated good. If you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to Jason Fitz. Um, Gojo, I mean, there's we got so many good ones. Um, Roy, Roy's our little two parter there when we we had our own little bit. Um, good good shit with Roy. Drake, did you like that episode? Loved it. That's a great limited fake Roy Bellamy. I'm, th- th- you nailed it. You nailed it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so funny story. So about that. So I was late on that Zoom. I got on in like five minutes after it started. And I didn't get the pre-show, which, yes, we actually do a little bit of a pre-show on here. Um, Theater of the Mind. Yeah, I'm getting on and someone's asking a question and they rattled it off real quick. And Roy's like, he says, yes, his next, next question, whatever it was, he's like, no. And I'm like, Oh shit, I'm coming up soon. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out like, is this a bit like what's going on here? And then luckily (laughs) I I figured it out soon enough to where I altered, I audibled from my original question and asked him a simple one to where it was just a yes or no. Um, So Luckily, I didn't look like a jackass and, and screw it all up. But that part That's one, a heavy and play. Then, yeah, and then part two when Roy opened up the the good old Timbos, um, that that shit was so good. So we appreciate Roy's time and him him giving us his his full interview on that second part. On that on that full episode, that actually uh, was a nominee for best story. Was the uh, the Roy's Timberlands? Um, yeah. Sad, sad to see that he didn't win it, but uh, you know, maybe next year we'll have him on again and we'll, we'll see what happens for sure. Billy, Billy's um episode was a glorious shit show. Um, nothing else you could you could have. Um, so with I'm Billy, gonna, I'm gonna give you a little peek behind the curtain on the Billy Gill episode. So, I actually ended up editing that thing 
uh, twice. Yeah, I remember so, that. So the first time edit, so raw the the raw file of that episode was two hours and thirty seven minutes. The first run through of my editing was done. The file got deleted, so I had to go back Ouch. and re-edit that episode twice, which was an absolute shit show both times. Um, but thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. If uh, you're ever thinking about getting into podcast editing, don't, don't do it. I care about it. you. We love you. <laughs> don't do it. Um, after Billy, we had another of our Louis winners, Mike A, who I'm going to nominate for most underrated um, episode outside of, um, well, I guess I said Jason Fitz is underrated too, but Mike A, man, that dude's humor is is he's on, he's on par with me. So like I, I fit with that dude. So I loved, loved everything that he, um, he brought to the table. Um, especially his, his, uh, limited fake Charles Barkley, um, his Louis winner fake Charles Barkley. Correct. Thank you for that correction. Um, you're welcome. Jorge Sedano was, was good. Brought, brought all the LA juice. Um, and then arguably, arguably our biggest get Tim Kirkchen. Uh, Tom. Good gosh. Oh, old, old Tom. Uh, which, by the way, is a nominee uh, for the upcoming category of fan favorite episode. Very solid. Um, then we moved into some other people um, and started to get into our uh, our little breakout groups, so to speak. Um, the uh, the post-game show, the midweek minches, and then the laughter the club group, um, really finding our, our groove, um, in terms of being more efficient, not having 48 people on a zoom, breaking, <laughs> breaking down four or five. So we hope that you guys have enjoyed that. Um, another guy I want to give a shout out to who's given us a lot of his time is Jeremy Tache. Um, uh, JT, the other JT Louis, the non Louis, Louis winner, um, for, most time spent on Lauer After Hours. We'll send him a email congratulating him on his Louis um, or it, something of that it sort. It might just be a, a mention in this episode and then a, a mention on Twitter. You never is- know. <laughs> Speaking of, up next we had Greg Cody, who was it – was, it was glorious as well. Um, newcomer on the show um, – phenomenal um phenom that's a whatever you call that double whatever christine lisi and, and finally, finally yeah. christine lisi absolute showstopper you know, when when the show moves off of espn that might be one of the things i absolutely miss from the partnership with espn is christine lisi i love her voice i love her laugh her laugh is probably the most heartwarming thing about every 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just tell that she's such a genuine person. Um, that's, that's why everyone is so, um, so attached to her in terms of her laughter. And, and <laughs> the thing that gets me is when she, she sees the joke coming and she starts laughing before she says it, just because she knows that it's just going to absolutely shit on Dan or Stu or, or Greg or whoever it is. You know, I think the fans reaction to uh, Christine Lisi is why she was actually nominated for fan favorite episode. Yep. For sure. 
So some of the other big names, um, Pablo Torre, Sarah Spain, who you're going to hear from as well, uh, Michael Collins. That's another category that is underrated for sure. Michael Collins brought the heat. Um, Lorenzo Rodriguez, if you're, if you're a Lorenzo kind of person, you definitely need to check that out. Um, so a little peek behind the curtain with Lorenzo. Uh, I guess I kind of have to apologize to him uh, for whatever reason his episode kind of got lost in the shuffle. We recorded his episode back in, I want to say August or September, something along those lines, maybe even July. Uh, my, my hard drive got wiped. Uh, so I actually had to send it off to get repaired. Um, and luckily I was able to save about seven or eight of the episodes. Um, most of the ones got completely destroyed. So episodes from Lorenzo, um, uh, Amin El Hassan, that's another big one that, uh, that was able to be recovered. Uh, let's see. Who else was part of that wipe? Um, I know David Sampson was on that as well. Uh, you'll be hearing another episode from him coming up here in the future. Uh, but that those episodes, thankfully, were able to be saved. We did have a few that unfortunately couldn't be uh, couldn't be picked up. A little peek behind the curtain there, guys. Yep, and uh, it happens. We're amateurs. We're not getting paid for this, so don't uh, don't shun us. Um, and then some. Uh, some of the other episodes on, on the ladies' side of things, um, Jen Latta was a big hit, as well as Tony Collins. Both Love um, Tony Collins. Uh, Louis nominated for Best Limited Fake Ed Orgeron, Tony Collins. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. So, um, And then recently released and arguably, um, arguably our top, one of our top dogs, Ron McGill, Absolute blast. Absolute blast. This dude gave us gave us all the ins and outs of of what he knows about Dan. Um and his his animal knowledge is, is second to none, especially in the uh so-called sports world. So we're we're praying that that uh Ron transfers over with the show here in the next few few weeks. I'm assuming he will, considering he's not has nothing to do with ESPN. So Looking forward to hearing a lot more from Ron, and hopefully he joins us again in 2021. So real talk here, Drake. How many times during the Ron McGill recording did you cry? Um, Because for me, it was three times. Once from laughter and then twice from actual crying. I would say the opposite for me. So three, three, but two laughing, one, one, uh, one actual crying. God, he's, he's the just, best. He's the best. He's man. so he's good, man. Like he's he. I mean, obviously, he loves what he does with the animals, but that dude could be like a legit actor, man. Seriously, he's got some chops. He brings it. So that'll that'll wrap it up in terms of of twenty um, Lower after hours twenty twenty in review. Um, we didn't touch on everybody. There were so many good um, episodes, but. Uh, we appreciate all the listeners, everything that you guys um, do, and, and make sure to keep hitting us up. We're, we're going to have, at some point, um, we're not going to be Stu Gott, and we're going to have a callers, um, callers episode where everybody can join in. 
Um, we appreciate you guys joining us on the live episodes that we do that don't get released that definitely don't need to get released on considering the topics that are produced, but, um, we appreciate it and we are going to give you guys a great send off. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And now for the next category, which I, I think Drake is this, is this best hat and best hat reaction? Yes, it is um, best hat and, and best hat reaction. Um, loaded category, sneaky, sneaky top category um, for our um, podcast. It's obvious, um, arguably the most distinct feature about our podcast. I'm not really aware of any else, any other podcast out there putting out merch while the podcast is being recorded. Um, shout out to Lou Rafter in sales. Does a hell of a job for us. Um, speaking of hell, Art Briles, um, back to you, <laughs> Beat Count. Yeah, so uh, so Lou Rafter, Bruce and Sales, uh, Floyd and Sales, Jack Rafter, which uh, at Stugatz Army seven ninety uh, on Twitter, um, he does all of our merch. So shout out to him if you need anything from our store. It's uh, shop dot dot com. All right, uh, we're going to the next category. Here we go. And now the Louis nominee for best hat. ESPN caddy, Michael Collins. I, I don't know if you can see it, but I took your beard. Yes. And made it. Yes. Awesome. Oh, yeah, hell so. yeah. <laughs> oh, That's hell good. yeah. Emmy Award winner, Jen Latta. It says ah! latitude on it. That is so badass. Can I take Isn't a that cool? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta yeah. take a picture. Put it back up. The commish, Sarah Spain. You need the proper attire to be the commish. So we made you a oh special. Oh my god. That's hat. amazing. I'm gonna wear it every day. Holy shit, where'd you make that? Did you make that I, at the shop of yours, Nick Offerman? Yeah, yeah, as 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 we were talking, I was, you know, in the we're, background, I was welding a hat. Welding it. No, I, yeah, I was embroidering the hat for you. Jeff Passan of us. I'm not sure if I want to uh, give this, this to you, but uh, we did. Uh, while you were going, uh, we made you a custom hat, and it says <laughs> Elmo likes juice. Can you guys send that to me so I can put it on my bed? So, and finally, Christine Lisi. Uh, we made you a hat. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. Is, Thank uh, you. It, I don't know if you can see it. It says, I'm sorry, Christine, we interrupted you. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. And your winner for best hat and hat reaction is Sarah Spain. Sarah, you have won again. Called it. I mean, this one. I know you said it was a close race, but I think Colin stuffed the stuffed the ballot bag uh, in a in a in a actually totally Chicago move. So I'd probably be the one more likely to be accused of that. But I did not cheat. Uh, this was all above board and not at all surprising because, like I said, this hat is amazing. I am going to wear it nonstop. Um, the only flaw, of course, in the hat is that anyone who is a massive fan of the commish. Uh, there must be millions, I would imagine, out there, uh, but also roots for the Cardinals or the Brewers 
or any team that has a long story rivalry with the Cubs <laughs> might not want to wear it because it's kind of like when you wear a red hat with white lettering these days. Like uh, you're either a total asshole or you run the risk of people not looking closely enough and thinking you're an asshole. Um, so in this case, they might be worried that someone would not look closely enough and and finger them. I hate that phrase uh, for a Cubs fan. Uh, phrasing. Really just, phrasing uh, is still a thing and I apologize for that. Um, that used to be a thing that people said back in the day, and now I don't. I don't think it works anymore. It's, it, but anyway, uh, the, oh, that's the only flaw is that you know the occasional uh, Cubs divisional rival uh, fan might not want to rock it. But other than that, it is the most perfect hat, and I think I shrieked with just complete utter surprise and delight when they first unveiled it on the podcast. So I'm going to give you a peek behind the curtain here. You actually won by one single vote. What do you have to Whoa. say? Yeah, yeah. It was probably my own. <laughs> I did vote for myself. How do you, how do you play there? Uh, Sarah, what do you have to say to play. that one single voter that tipped the scales in your favor? Well, what I'd like to say to me three or four weeks younger is keep betting on yourself. You know what? Now is the time that we must uh, congratulate ourselves, tell ourselves that we're good enough and smart enough and our hats are fire enough and dog got it. Not if not enough people like us, our own personal vote for ourselves will put us over the top. Thank you, self. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, and I think Al Franken loves you too. Yes, that's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you, Sarah, for, uh, for your time tonight. We, uh, we appreciate that. I, think uh that's gonna do it for uh for you um have well, an awesome I appreciate rest of your night. the honors i look forward to the trophies i imagine uh 24 karat gold or is, is it bronze what are we what are we working with here for the trophies i have a spot next to my two emmys <laughs> and my two suey awards no Marconis. I'm, I am Marconi-less. I'm going to get with uh, Lou and Sales on that one and uh, see. Okay, he is the welder. He is, he is the, the welder. That, that, that is correct. Uh, I'll, I'll see what, uh, what we can do for that. Uh, I think, yeah, because, you know, I have a spot, um, you know, near the Peabody. Um, <laughs> Which is still not just, as prestigious as a Louie. No, it's not. The, that's why I'm saying is I, I'll move the Peabody over and create that prime space for the two Louis and the two Sueys. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm a little worried. I, I feel confident that both Louis and Sueys can still be earned even after the Levitard shows departure from the network, uh, but there's no guarantees. Uh, so, you know, I can't take any of these for granted. I hope not. Yeah, so to wrap things up, um, Morgan, did you have any further questions for Sarah? Um, I just, I think it's a bit of a travesty, really. One vote. Like, uh, Michael Collins hasn't got a single hat in Australia. I'll give you the hot tip. <laughs> and then There's not a single bloke down no, under wearing a Collins cap? No, there ain't no blokes down here with Michael Collins caps. And if there was, they wouldn't know how to vote because people down here are pretty stupid. But <laughs> I, I, I'm the only person rocking this hat in, in Australia and anywhere outside the continental US, I think. So I'm taking this as a win for both me and for the commission and for Cubs fans Ooh. worldwide. I completely agree. And I shared this victory with you. In fact, once one of those uh, silver, uh, you know, uh, silver 
24 karat gold, like I said, you know, I'm not picky. One of, once those two awards arrive, uh, one will be, you know, sent in your direction, straight, yeah. straight to Australia to share yeah. in, the, in the glory. See, when the Kamish wins, everybody wins. When one of us shines, all of us shine, darling, as Moira you Rose says. Her up. I like it. That's right. <laughs> also, Lizzo, I think, said that. Both Moira Rose and Lizzo, two of my great life heroes. Well, there you go. These are the people we need to be listening more to, Lizzo. It clearly. <laughs> well, if there was anybody else that we could be associated with other than Moira Rose and Sarah Spain, I mean, I. That's it's it. It's a win right it's, there. It's a win. I, I, I see this as, <laughs> as, as an absolute win. Um, speaking of absolute win, Sarah, you have won two Louis tonight. So thank you so much for your time. You're the GOAT as far as Louis are concerned. So. Thank you so much. In the long and storied history of the Louis, I think this will be one of the most memorable years. Or the only. Who knows? We'll see. Why play. not both? Why not both? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> Sarah, thank you again. Uh, we, uh, we appreciate everything that you have done for us. Uh, we'll talk sure to you again. Thing. Thanks, guys. That was fun as always. Have thank a great you. afternoon, Morgan. Thank you. I'm going to back now. <laughs> Rough day. <laughs> I have not you. That's why. <laughs> all right see you guys bye talk to you next year sounds good the best hat came down to literally one vote um that that's insane i i gotta be honest i cannot believe that sarah spain beat out michael collins by one vote yeah the uh the hats they're Shout out to Lou Rafter. Um, has made some incredible, incredible hats. Um, I think, I think Caddy definitely wins coolest hat, but unfortunately that wasn't that wasn't the award. So um, best hat goes to Sarah Spain. Well, well deservingly um, for for her commission status. Um, so many people love that love that aspect about the show of, of her being the commission and putting everyone in their place. So well deserved to Sarah and, and it's a, it's a good looking hat. And it ended up being for a good cause. Uh, uh, Peace for pits, which is a, a, an amazing charity organization. That is one of Sarah Spain's favorites ended up getting, I want to say 700. Actually, no, it, it actually got over that. It got over a thousand dollars in donations from, from you, the fans and from, from us here, uh, at Lower After Hours, uh, when you folks purchased those amazing commission hats, all that money went directly to that amazing charity. So thank you uh, once again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is not a real song. Uh, let's get into the, uh, to the, final, the final category here. It is the fan favorite episode. The big time. Here are the nominees for fan favorite episode. Izzy's story. You know, people only hear like the the the, the cursory details of, of people's lives and and don't realize that everybody goes through some crazy shit, you know? And like it's all relatable. And if we just kind of like talk about these things and just you know, get it out there, it, it won't be as like as much to deal with on an individual level, but I think the main thing that I, I wanted to to get across, and this is something that I even talked, we were talking at brunch today with uh, my partner, Anthony, and our, our friends, Tony and Vanessa, was 
like the idea of just like, you know, addiction. And if you know somebody that is suffering from it, like, I know it's, it's not an easy answer. It's no, it's not easy period to, to force that person to get help or to force the issue. But like somebody needs to. The Greg Cody show with Greg Cody. Hey, Greg. Uh, yes or no. Have you ever pooped your pants? Yeah, never know. And finally, Christine Lisi. And finally, if you combine all of these faces on the Zoom call, they'll still be smaller than just Dan's. <laughs> Tim Kirkchen. Does Dallas Braden. <laughs> <laughs> You can stop right there. He looks like everyone, and he's the funniest guy in the whole world. I'm like, God. Does Dallas Braden look like a chop contestant that is about to use the ice cream machine with 12 minutes left in the dessert round when everyone knows it takes 15 minutes to use that machine? <laughs> Dallas Braden looks like Larry from the Three Stooges. He yep, like- yep. He looks like a pilgrim who's just getting off the boat. He looks like the 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 earnest history teacher who comes in with his hair in a bunch. <laughs> I mean, he is the answer to every one of them. And he is so unbelievably funny. And this won't resonate, but you got a picture. The last day he worked at ESPN, he was doing a game in Pittsburgh. And they had the Jolly Roger, and there were guys out in the right field stand with a pirate flag waving it back and forth. And he left the broadcast booth. He went down and found those guys who had the pirate flag. He put an eye patch over his eye, and he was waving <laughs> the pirate flag like this in the middle of a game that he was supposed to be broadcasting. It was the single funniest visual that I've seen in all my years at ESPN, and only he could have pulled that off. Jeff Passan, BBD. All right, view options. <laughs> <laughs> to window. I, I see something. Oh my god. Wow. What okay. What is this, Jeff? It <laughs> looks like a big black dick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what? Jeff with big black dick sauce. Okay. That that was that was, off the record. Off the record. <laughs> And the winner for the 2020 Lauer After Hours Louie fan favorite episode is Izzy's Story. Joining us now is Izzy Gutierrez. Thank you so much for, for taking the time, Izzy. Wow. Thank you very much for having me. This is, this is quite the honor. Um, quick question before uh, you ask me a question. Uh, who is the 2019 winner of this award? Well, this is the inaugural uh, award. So you are literally ah, the yes. first ever, <laughs> ever fan favorite episode. How does that feel? Um, man, it's, uh, listen, so this episode to me was more than, you know, just going on a podcast or, or trying to get anybody to, um, you know, to be entertained, I guess. It was just more of um it was a lot of just me finding an outlet and thankfully um you know you guys and gals were great um 
a great outlet for me at the time, just, you know, some folks that were willing to listen and wanting to listen. And I knew that um, given, you know, who your guys' target audience was, that it would potentially get to a lot of people who, you know, could, it could help. Um, you know, I think the thing that really sort of opened my eyes to say, hey, this is the way I should do this is, um, you know, hearing from Levitard show fans in particular, uh, more so than any other, you know, outlet or any sort of show that I've done, um, saying how that show or anything that even I've done in it, but, you know, that show as a whole has sort of uplifted them, has sort of meant a lot to their lives, has has you know brought them joy when they probably didn't have any at other times and it was just it was heartfelt when i heard people say those things and so given that this was you know probably the most uh not probably it was just a very difficult time and uh, i felt like there was there was something to gain there you know and so uh given you know what your guys's audience was and like i said what those you know, those folks had said to me in return, I just thought it was a natural fit. And so, I mean, you know, and winning fan favorite, I mean, that's gotta be like a confirmation that it, uh, <laughs> that I made the right choice. Yeah. I think um, this definitely embodies um, what the Lebertard culture is all about. Um, the, the Sarah Spain episode that just came out that, that you and a bunch of the other um, Lebertard guests have joined to talk about, um, this fandom and, and what it means to be a part of the club. Um, but what you coming on and sharing your story is, was you knowing what the club is about and understanding that us as fans and, and everyone who gets the show, they do it because they are trying to escape the everyday life. And it, it, it gives them a purpose and, and an, um, for lack of a better term, another family to attach on to. Um, so, so your story that, to me, that's why I feel like it, it was such a hit because, um, I mean, you were, you were spot on. This, this was the perfect target audience because we're all um, – I mean, we all haven't been through, through that much, um, that type of story, but, but we all have our own story that's similar to that. So um, spot on um, choice of, of, of a market. Um, we're, we're fortunate that you, you chose us, and, and we're very thankful and grateful for that for sure. Yeah. And I just, and you mentioned that, you know, in terms of like measuring what people have been through, it's all relative. Yeah. Like it, you know, the most, the worst thing that has happened to you feels the same as the worst thing that has happened to somebody else. It might not be the same experience, but it can still feel that way to someone. And so, you know, anything that can, can put somebody in that place just to, to be able to relate, I think is, is, you know, often helpful, probably very often. Sure. So the darkness that came before receiving this award, what did that feel like? <laughs> you know, I've been searching for, for meaning uh, in my life and, you know, I couldn't really find it. I thought I had some, I thought I didn't, but um, you know, this, it, listen, let me put it this way. All right. If I didn't, win this damn fan favorite award <laughs> what the fuck do i have to do you know what i mean like here's my entire life on a platter here are a million tears all the other hosts are crying i can see it they're crying 
what do I got to do? If I didn't win this shit, you know what? I might have been done with this podcast, perhaps with Levitard and friends forever. So thank you. Totally grateful. Totally grateful. So now that you have actually won this award, where do you go from here? <laughs> um, hopefully to happier places. You know, that's, that's for starters. Uh, I could I could sort of use this as the landmark to say, hey, this is where everything turned. Um, but you know what? Um, I will say this. Hopefully from here, I go to podcasts that record a little bit earlier in the day. You know, Eastern time zones, a little bit late out here. Uh, I think even <laughs> right now I'm accepting at 9.42 p.m. And I believe when I told, when I get my original um podcast it, it was pretty I, it was definitely after 8 p.m it was definitely i definitely had at least a glass we're literally wine. called lower after hours like literally I called that. That. i get that but isn't that more for the listeners and not so much for theater of the mind the theater of the mind izzy theater of the mind all right. So, <laughs> all right so i guess that's what my hope is from here i go to podcasts that are more you know regular hours or early hours you know, the older you are, the more of an early person, a uh, morning person. You hey, I'm, I'm with you, Izzy, because I have a child. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's going to wrap it up for us here on Lauer After Hours. This is our, our first, our first Louis. Uh, the, this is our Oscars. Uh, so thank you guys so much for everything that you have done for us as a, as a show, as a community. Uh, we we wouldn't do this if it wasn't for you guys so thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you so for me this is at beep count on twitter uh, and for drake at the cody cavalry we just want to say on behalf of lauer after hours the lauer rangers thank you Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.